So you could tell by the ominous music that the topic for today is not one that is cheery at all. It is one that really causes concern, I think, in many communities. And there are questions about the extent as what someone can do or not do with regarding to this as a member of the board and as an individual in the community. I'm talking about gun regulation. So there are a few unfortunate incidences that have occurred in Florida over the years at associations regarding gun incidents. One that I can recall of is on September 6 of 2012, the president of Spring Creek Homeowners Association called a homeowners association meeting to order. About 30 minutes later, this gentleman, this president, and the former president of the Spring Creek Association, Mr. Fisher, would be fatally shot by their neighbor, Mahmoud Hinde. A dispute had arisen between Mr. Hinde and the association over an unimproved driveway and fence that he installed. Hindu was eventually charged with murder, but he committed suicide in jail prior to his trial. Although many of you may not know of this case, I'm sure you've all heard of the George Zimmerman case, where he was allegedly attacked acting as an unofficial neighborhood watch participant within the Twin Lakes Association, a Sanford townhomes development. Unfortunately, he had an altercation that led to the death of Mr. Trayvon Martin, and Zimmerman was found not guilty of criminal wrongdoing in the death of Mr. Martin. However, Mr. Martin's family later sued the Homeowners Association, and they reached an undisclosed settlement in that case. The reports are that the association paid the family upward of a million dollars to settle this dispute. What does that mean to other homeowner associations? Well, I'm sure you know that the issue of gun control is one that is often debated within our society, period. I'm not going to take a position one way or the other. Obviously, there's a constitutional right to bear arms. But that right is also coupled with certain rights that associations have when it comes to restricting guns in your community. The issue of gun control is basically one of state action through judicial enforcement. In the Harris versus Sunset Island property owners case from 1959, the Florida Supreme Court reviewed the validity of a restrictive covenant for a planned community in Dade County. In that case, and of course this is a long time ago, in order to own, or, uh, to own a lot within the Sunset Island development, one had to be a member in good standing of the Sunset Island Property Owners Association. At that time, the purchasers of the lots were a Jewish couple, and the membership in the community required that all applicants can be denied if they are not Gentile or of the Caucasian race or have been convicted of a felony. So the association filed a suit to compel the Harrises to vacate the property, alleging that they were not members of the corporation in good standing. The Florida Supreme Court held that the restrictions were invalid. The question becomes, when you look at this case and others, and I'm talking about the Harris case, is whether the state action can be present with respect to private restrictive covenants. You have to look at whether the action being enforced is unconstitutional. In the case I just described, 
the provisions of the covenants violated the equal protection, and that provision was sought to be enforced through Florida courts. Again, the courts were asked to hold that the restrictive covenants were facially unconstitutional since they attempted to differentiate between religious backgrounds and ethnicity, period. Those clearly were in proper actions as opposed to gun control, period. There are prohibitions for carrying a, v a gun at certain locations. For instance, Florida statute forbids any public or private employer to prohibit any customer, employee, or invitee from possessing any legally owned firearm where they are lawfully possessed and locked inside a private motor vehicle in a parking lot and when the customer or the employee is lawfully in such area. However, comma, there are prohibitions in government buildings, schools, churches, and even courts where carrying a gun is restricted. The other problem is, what happens if an overzealous board member, a manager, employee, or a self-appointed do-gooder enters upon the property of a community resident for the purpose arguably relevant to the association's business, inspecting something on their property for a violate, uh, covenant violation, and is shot? Obviously, you have the issue of whether that was a stand-your-ground situation or some other lawful situation by which the person discharging the firearm on their property was in the right to do so or legally appropriate to do so. There is such a case where a gentleman was charged with aggravated assault with a firearm, unlawful discharge of a firearm in public, an improper exhibition of a firearm following an incident where members of Florida Power and Light entered upon his property. This gentleman claimed immunity pursuant to Florida Stand Your Ground Law. After both the gentleman who fired upon the employees and the FPL, FPL employees testified, the court found in his favor that he was immune for prosecution respect to the assault and improper exhibition of a firearm. So really, these are issues that have to concern associations, especially when you have board members that go on to properties to try to resolve issues, and you never know what the owner of that property will or will not do with respect to such an action. That is why I'm always against self-help, self-inspections. Uh, you have a number of issues that arise in that. Foremost, you have the issue of the safety of the board member. Uh, you can have an irate homeowner who decides, one, to pull a gun, a knife, physical altercation, what have you, that you should never be put into that position. The second part of that is that no matter what happens, there's always the possibility that that homeowner will claim that as the board member who came onto their property, you damaged something on the property that you may not have, but anyways, the owner will claim that you've done so, and it becomes a he said, she said. So although I am vehemently against self-help and self-inspections of property outside of going in with the property manager and a few other people, I do always recommend that you either videotape with your phone or provide photographs with your phone of any such inspection so as to really be able to document what you did and did not do as opposed to what the homeowner may claim was done. 
Going back to the gun issue, what I would advise is that especially in times like this, with the pandemic, with gun sales going through the roof, in fact, guns being unavailable for purchase at most gun stores at this time, that the associations look into passing reasonable rules restricting guns at meetings, restricting guns at the association's common areas, uh, actions such as those that you can then not go after the owner with respect to the gun on his or her own property, but certainly on the association's property, similar to which you can with respect to bars, schools, churches, etc. This is something that I believe is reasonable and can sustain a challenge by the homeowner and add to this health, welfare, and safety of all of the members so that if there is a heated conversation, especially now with collections, uh, with people being out of work, and unfortunately some people not having the means to take care of themselves, that sometimes a solution such as pulling out a weapon is their only course of action, that the association at least pass rules and regulations that prohibit that from the inception, and hopefully members will not carry to meetings where these things can escalate. As always, I thank you for your time and listening. Uh, these podcasts will cover an array of matters. I'll try to title them as best as possible, announce them on my Twitter, which is hashtag Sheer Law Group, and invite you to listen and ask questions. I will also be providing these podcasts on a live basis where you can call in, as well as do my video casts on, Will, on uh, YouTube, where you can ask questions live. Thank you again, and I wish you all the best.